Welcome to this week's edition of Table Talk. My name is Jay Wagner. I'm your host for this hour. And our special guest this week is Miss April Larson. Hello. Hi, April. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, April just got done. We're at Shooter's Billiards, and she just got done winning the, uh, the what is it, Satellite Tour? North Star Ladies Pool Tour. Yep to uh, qualify for points to go play, hopefully, in the regional qualifier event. Yep. Good. And uh, how'd you hit them today? Pretty good? Uh, it started off pretty rocky, and then at the end, I kind of kicked it into gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how they work, you know? Yep. If, uh, if we could shoot great all the time, it'd be too easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, April, how many how many national titles have you won now? Uh, for nine ball, I've won three, and then for eight ball junior nationals, I think it's only one. Okay. For juniors. So the junior was VNEA. Yep. Valley National Eight Ball Association. Yep. And the nine ball was the Billiard Education Foundation. Yes. Okay, and so you went traveling. Overseas then as a representative. Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, first year I won, I went to Germany, and then the second year I won, I went to South Africa, and then this November I'm going to China. Oh my! <laughs> How exciting! Yeah. How was Germany? Germany was nice. It um, the venue is really great. And the same with uh, which, which what was the second one? South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. My my. <laughs> Did you, did you learn any languages? Uh, no. <laughs> did you have to? Uh, no. Um, my mom knew some German when we went over to Germany, so that kind of helped us out, but not much. <laughs> yeah, but Larson isn't a German name, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to know Norwegian or something. <laughs> right? I mean, you're from Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Norwegians, Vikings, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't want to claim the Vikings anymore. They're terrible. <laughs> um, and then China. Where in China? Uh, Shanghai. Oh, my. That Now that sounds really exciting. Yeah, hopefully we make it to the Great Wall. I want to go so bad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I hope you get time to, <laughs> yeah. to do that. But, of course, knowing you, you'll probably just keep winning and so you won't have any free time. <laughs> Do you usually go early so you can take um, insights, or how, how does your travel work for that? How do you prepare for like going to South Africa? Well, we usually leave a couple days early for to get like the sleep schedule down before the tournament, so it doesn't. Okay, so you off. usually arrive a couple days yeah. prior, and then we stay maybe one or two days after just to, um, you know, either catch up on sleep or just tour around if we have time. I see. Well, that's, yeah, that make you, it's kind of like a working vacation. Yeah, kinda. yeah. So, how old are you now? Fourteen. You're getting old. I am, yes. You won your first title at twelve? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Well, fourteen. Does that mean you switch, uh, you go up bracket next yep, year? next year I go up bracket. Okay. So, if I remember right, you have a chance to set a record. Uh, not that I can tie a record. You can tie a record. Yes. And whose record are you tying? Brianna Miller's. Duck on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Has she's, she done now? Yes, she is. She she's is done. For that tournament. That's too bad. Yeah, it is very, very Because I know you wanted to play her, because you want to play everybody. <laughs> I just I just miss seeing her at that tournament. That's her home tournament. She sure. rocks it every year. Sure. Yep. So, in your adventures, you've got to meet uh, a lot of pool players. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who is your, that's an unfair question, I know. Oh. Who is your favorite? Um, well, I've met Shane Van Booning, Darren Appleton, Allison Fisher, and Jeanette Lee, and I, there's no way I could, like, decide between them, but the people right. that I know, like, better than other people are Shane Van Boning and Jeanette Lee, yeah. so I'd probably say just because I have hung out with them more, uh -huh. that they would probably be my sure. favorite. Shane you know. Shane is an amazing person, isn't he? Yes, yes. You know, and so, so. so is Jeanette. Yes. You know, the fact that they donate a lot of their time to juniors and, and work sure. with people and, you know, and I'm, I, I, for one, I'm so glad that the APA has embarked on a junior program. Yes, yes. You know, they, they also see that you know, we need the juniors to keep the game going. Very much so. You know, and, and April, you're a great ambassador for that. Oh, thank you. Well, your presence is always there. You're such a sportsman. Thank you. Sports person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank well, you. Well, it's true. You know, so I remember one year talking about Shane that uh, the uh, BEFs were in Mankato. Mm -hmm. And he just came up from from uh, Sioux Falls on his own, unannounced. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, and just came in and spent a day with everybody. I think that was two years before you were... Yep, the you first know. year I went, it was Jeanette Lee, and then the next year was in Vegas, I think. Nope. Yeah, I can't remember, but it was yeah. Jeanette Lee, and then out when it was out in Vegas, we met... A ton of Everybody. pros because it was when the CSI Invitational was going on. So all the pros oh, were sure. down there, and it was probably one of the greatest experiences of my yeah. life. I imagine they all took you under your, their wing, huh? Yeah, they were very, very yeah. sweet to me. Yeah. And how many autographs did you sign? <laughs> I know <just, laughs> <What? laughs> I... No, I Yes. I haven't signed. I haven't signed many. I think I've only signed like three or four things, yeah. and one of them being a napkin. So, yeah. but still, <laughs> people are asking, and that's nice, yes. isn't it? Yes, it's very comforting. You know. So, so you have China coming up. Yep. Uh, what other events are you looking forward to this year? Um, this year's kind of coming to. Just a start in the MPA tournaments, but kind of an end to the big nationals and worlds for me. But next year, we're hoping to go back out to uh, the Super Billiard Expo in New Jersey. Oh, you've been to that one. Yes, yes, I love it. And then hoping, well, now it's going to be in Pennsylvania next year, I think, is what they my dad told me. And then mm -hmm. um, Vegas again, which was really fun, and then wherever BEF takes me, so... Another busy year. Yeah, yes, very much so. Yeah, uh, you, you do play league pool, correct? I do, yes. How many leagues do you play on? Uh, we play on Monday night leagues and Thursday night leagues. And and are they 
what sanctioning are they? Uh, UPL and it's... Um, That's the Ultimate Pool League. Yes, yep. Which used to be the M8. Yep. And so Monday nights I play on the Masters team uh, with my dad. And then on Thursday nights it's a whole family. Like my whole family plays on that oh, team. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And that's advanced. So it's not... It's not too terrible, but it gives you competition, sure. for sure. Sure. And what do you think of the, uh, uh, are you the highest uh, scorer on your team? Uh, I think for, um, I think so. I think there might be a higher rated on the Masters team, but I think on my Thursday night team, I'm okay. the highest. Uh, you're, you're getting some good competition then. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Which is fun. Yes. That's fun. That's what you want, right? Yep. I wish more people would have that attitude. Yeah. Instead I... of saying, oh, well, I like my handicap to be a four, <laughs> you know, so I'm not going to practice or anything. Although, I understand about the social part. Yeah. You know, for a lot of people, it's just social, right? Yep. Um, so what do you think about the uh, John Stitches... Uh, Midwest Pool Players Association. Those are my favorite tournaments to go to. Oh, really? I, I had to miss the CRs one this weekend, but it kind of worked out my advantage. Yes, but you sure did. You took first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And next weekend is homecoming, so I have to miss the next weekend Homecoming? Yes. Oh, man. Yep. See, that's just really hard for my brain to grab hold of that, <laughs> you know. Just you know, a pool player going to homecoming. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> something doesn't fit there. Yeah. But fun. Yes, yes. This I'm is your first. Fun. My first homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, that is exciting. Yes. Uh, so did you go pick dresses and all that? Not or? yet. We're going tomorrow. So. Oh man, it's a good thing you won money today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's a good thing. Well, you know, you need accessories. Yep. Gosh. You know, and, and you know what's really nice is that the, the amount of support that your parents give you. Yes, yes. You know, not not all parents do that. No. And uh, especially when we're saying, oh, I want to be a pool player. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. How many parents go, oh, yeah, well, that's cool. Right, yeah. It's not many, not many at all. Yeah. And, and you know... <sighs> I was thinking the very first year that you went overseas, no, no, well, it's not the first year, second year. I know one one of those one of those years you had a bad tournament. Yes. Which one was it? Uh. I. It was I can't well one it of was, the years it right. wasn't good. Yeah. You know, and I understand. You know. Yep. That's that's what happens sometimes, and you are playing the best in the world. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it's... So, I mean, if you're off to a bad start, things happen. Yep. But uh, I was thinking to myself, it's really too bad that they don't play that tournament mm -hmm. like they do the other European tournaments or the other World Pool Association tournaments mm -hmm. where they have a round robin oh, and yeah. then they have the single elimination. Right. For you to raise money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I know you have to work hard to raise money. Yeah. Those trips are not cheap, and no. nobody's giving you money to go. 
Not You're home. going because you have the ability to raise some money to go and you get some people that donate and help you. Yes. You know? My family is very, very giving. They have done, I mean, without them, I, I wouldn't have even been able to make it to the first year of Worlds. Yeah. You know, and then, and so you have all this great expense and you go mm -hmm. and two matches later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's just a double elimination tournament. Right. You know, to me, at least if they would do a round robin, you so you got to, to play at least three or four or five matches. Right, right. You know, and also, you know, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> because, seriously, you travel that far, you mm -hmm. have all that pressure on you. Yeah. Right? You want to perform well. Right. And I know there's a getting used to it type thing. Mm -hmm. Right? It'll get easier as it goes along right. because you are so good at putting oh. yourself into that position over and over and over again. Thank you. Right? That you you get used to it. Yeah. It's you know? The first year, and now I know what you're talking about, the first year is the year that um, I didn't win a match. Okay. I went hill-hill my first match, and I tried to jump a ball, and it didn't work, and then she ran out. Mm -hmm. So, and then I played the next match and just... She yeah. beat me fair and square. Yeah. And then the next year, they had me up against the only other American that went. Oh, so I was, I was like, um, yeah. we went up and talked to her, and we were like, there are about. You travel 15, how many miles yeah. just to play somebody from? The and United there are about States? fifteen other girls. Could you just maybe switch with like yeah. somebody? So then they switched me with last year's champion. Oh. And I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that'll work. And yeah. then. My dad had told me before the match, um, you have nothing to lose, and she has basically everything to lose, mm -hmm. like if she's thinking about it that much. And so uh, I was down five to one on a race to six, and I remembered he said that, and she started kind of struggling a little more than she had the rest of the match. I think she was kind of relaxing a little more and letting loose. Uh -huh. But um, I came back, and beat her six to five. Wow. She let you in and yeah. you took advantage. Yeah, it was... Those are always fun to win. Yeah. Those are always horrible to lose. Oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> so have you been on that losing side of yeah. one of those? <laughs> Many times. Yeah. You know, every anybody who shoots pool has been on both sides of that. Yeah, at least she you was know? graceful about it. Like, she was very... Oh, she was very yeah. nice about it. Like, she didn't put up a stink or anything. Yeah. She shook my well, hand. Well, she knew. Yep. She knew. And and at that level, when you're playing Worlds, mm -hmm. everybody knows. Yeah. And, and and for the most part, everybody's on real good behavior. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so, but yeah, that was, uh, so, you know, I, that's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, I would kind of hope, like, the WPA would be listening. Right. You know, so maybe they would hear about the round robin thing. Yeah. Because all the other tournaments, WPA tournaments... Most all of them mm -hmm. are round robin and then a single knock. Okay. You know, so you have to get out of your round robin group. Right. But that at least guarantees you three or four matches instead of two. And you know, out. so you yeah. can actually lose a match and get into stroke and warmed up and mm -hmm. and actually play. And try to come back. From, yeah. Yeah. You know, because it it is so hard at that situation and. You know, yeah. I, I've been there many times, and it took me a lot of times of getting 
getting into the first right. place situation yeah. to be in the show match right. and losing yeah. before I broke through. You know, right. and that's that's always tough. Yes. You know, you have a history of winning. <laughs> right. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> well, you do, and you have a history of winning the big ones. Right. Yeah. Over three years, four years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you've put yourself in that position enough times mm -hmm. that that you know it's you're just waiting to break through. Yep. And it's going to happen, just like we always keep saying. You know, Shane's going to break through on one of those foreign tournaments. Mm -hmm. And when he does, everybody better watch out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Right. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and it, it'll work out that way. Mm -hmm. So, I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a little break. Okay. And uh, drink some water and giggle a little bit. And then we'll be back. So, stand by and we'll be with you back in a little bit. This is Jay Wagner with special guest, April Larson. Jay Wagner and our special guest is April Larson. I should say national champion April <laughs> Larson. Uh, as I said, we just got done with a uh, North Star Ladies Pool Tour tournament, and April took first. Congratulations once again. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to direct the conversation here toward what goes on in your mind when you're shooting. You know, a lot of people think that that uh, everybody thinks different stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Everybody thinks the same stuff. Mm -hmm. But they always like to hear what champions are thinking <laughs> because usually it's a different line than what they're thinking. Well. So so let me just put a situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I notice you breaking very well today. Yes, I. Uh, I'm very glad I figured out the break right away. Yeah. Otherwise, that would have been a now, now, like in my day, because mm -hmm. I'm a couple generations way past you, <laughs> maybe three. I don't want to talk about it. Um, and and in our my day, the break was just hit it hard. Yeah. You know, nobody knew about fixing the rack or right. how to play the wing ball or whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. And you know, we knew you wanted a tight rack, and we knew we hit them hard. Yes. You know, um, but. Now, to, with today's play, mm -hmm. a lot of it is on the break and making a ball yep. and needing to. You just said, yeah, I'm glad I figured it out so early. So, I know you're playing a shot. 
-hmm. when you're you're breaking. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? And and, and what are you thinking when you're down over the cue ball and you're getting ready to break? Um. Well, I'm not really thinking much. I just I'm just thinking of where to aim the ball, unless I'm like down on a sh or like down in the race. Then I'm kind of you're not supposed to, but I have thoughts going through my head like, okay, just relax, you know, it's the first game, like, I try to reset the whole match in my mind, like, it is just starting, you know you can, you know you can win, like, doesn't matter what the score is right now, just win, and then, if it gets better, then I just kind of cool myself down a little bit before, but where I was breaking from today was the first diamond on the short rail, and then the second diamond on the, okay. on the long rail, and then... I was hitting like just a little bit below a stop shot and then um, it came about the third diamond on the long rail uh -huh. like from the from the rack it's like a diamond up from that dot okay if that makes sense sure <laughs> but yeah um, that's where I've been hitting it and it's been it worked pretty much every yeah, time was, your break was awful good Thank Beth you. also who took second Beth Rondell. Yes. Her break was also terrific. Her break was phenomenal. Yeah, I saw her make three balls a couple times. Yeah. Go, Holy mackerel, I need to take lessons from you too. I'm a teacher and I have to take lessons from you too. I don't understand. You know, Thank you. I'm still, I'm still, I hit it hard. Something will go. Yeah. 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 No, not really. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, it's uh, so refreshing that. You know, I mean, you're playing a ball and it's working. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned about you can still win, you know, one of your thought patterns. Yeah. You know, just do things right and you can still win. Right. Okay. And uh, do you think about winning or not losing? Um, I think about, I kind of think about both. It kind of depends on the situation. I can't think of any right now, like, uh -huh. to compare but um, my dad always, my dad always tells me this is his biggest thing for me is the match is never over until the last either nine ball and nine ball is in or eight ball and eight ball is in. Mm -hmm. And I have like lived by that. And when I need to come back, most of the time, I make a good, like, a good try to come back. If not, come back, but. Yeah. You never give up. You no. never ever give up. No, I just didn't want you to have say a that because everybody heart. says no, that. No, no, no. You have a lot of heart. Yeah. You, uh, you always. When I've seen you're down, you know, uh, it seems like you really dig in and you just work that much harder. Yeah. You know, not like not no, like no. you weren't working hard before. Right. Right. But but you know, pool players call it heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you. You're, you're a, uh, you just get in the trenches and you just really fight it. Yeah. You know, and and I love to see that. Oh, thank you. And that's what that is what makes champions. Thank you. Um. So, that's your break. Now, let's put you in a different position. Okay. Okay. Um. So you broke. Mm -hmm. You made a couple balls, mm -hmm. and. The table is runnable, okay? 
Now, I know you're looking at the table to see mm -hmm. what the pattern and what you need to do. Yep. Okay. So, from the break area, yep. and we do have a table that you decide is runnable. What's the mindset once you realize that? Every single time I see a table that I think I can run fairly easily if I do everything right is, is they're all shots I make 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10, 10 times if I get in the right position. So basically, like every, every time I see a table that's runnable, I think just pretend like you're playing at home. It's only nine balls, and you probably could run 15 balls in straight pool. Like, if it was just wide open like it is now, I could probably run 15. So nine is not that bad. So that's kind of what my mindset goes through. But if it's tied up and everything, then I just try to look for a safety. Like, I'm thinking about, like, what ball would be a good safety ball to set up a safety. Sure. But... I'm not, as bad as this is, I'm not a very big defense player. I'm more, you know, this isn't straight on bank. I'm not going to play a safety on banking it. And right, right. Sometimes most, it works out. But most younger players are exactly right, that way. Right, You know, and I always keep saying to the younger players that I play, they beat me up now. <laughs> you know, if they learned to play the game right, I'd beat them. You know, because they were supposed to play a safety there instead of going for the shot. It just happens that you guys make them all the time. It's just sickening. So, yeah, so so much for my teaching, right? <laughs> but, you know, actually as you get older, then you then you start playing the safeties. Mm -hmm. you know? But if you make the ball, that's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. you know, that's the proof, right? Yeah. Okay, so... You decided you're going to go after the rack. Yep. All right. And now, you know, we always hear the old one ball at a time. Yep. Do you adhere to that? Is that, uh, how far um, ahead are you looking, do you think? Well, my dad tells me, and I got lessons from many people like Lee Hewagen and June Myers and a lot of people, mm -hmm. and they all pretty much we tell should, me... We should uh, put a caveat there. Yeah. Lee is uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal stroker, shot maker, yes. player. Uh, if he had time and money and effort, he would he would be playing with, with the he big would. guys. He would, most definitely. Absolutely. He's a, he's, a, he's a shortstop, a real good shortstop that you can be fearful of. Yes. You're never in a good game when you're playing the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right? in trouble right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And June Meyer... Is a very, very good player. Right. She's won a national title or two, hasn't she? Yes. Um, and and uh, so she understands understands what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you've gotten lessons from both of them or help from yep, both of them. Yep. And they both... And everybody has basically tell, told me to look at least three balls ahead if you want to start being more, I, I don't want to say like advanced, but tr if you're trying to move up a level, that's what you should tr start doing. So my trouble right now is I'm looking three balls ahead right off the break, but then once the rack goes on, I kind of start only looking at one ball, which I need to change. I need to start looking at three balls the whole time. Uh-huh. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of think. The it takes three work, goes just ahead. like, just like when you were uh, uh, first learning about playing position. Right. It was very tough to think. You know, you just wanted to make the ball. Yeah. Right, and it was very tough to think. Oh man, now I got to hit it this hard or soft, right. and I got to put this spin or not or yep. whatever. Yeah. Right. But it was really hard to think that way. It but was. now, it's no big deal, right? Right. Because you've done it so much. Right. And that's what happens when you get that far ahead in looking. Yep. <coughs> and it's just practice to do that. Right. Uh, the the biggest thing. Uh, that a lot of my students have problems with mm -hmm. is uh, being on the good side of the object ball. Right. So your shape is relatively easy. Right. And, and uh, sometimes I feel that's more important. That's where the three balls ahead yep. comes in so you can be on the good side of the object exactly. ball. You know what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yes. You know? and, and, uh, but that is so important. And I'm sure Lee talked to you about uh, being on coming into the line with the cue ball, did he talk about that at all with you? But so that uh, you're going to play a shape on a shot somewhere, yep, right? And you don't want the cue ball coming across the line, oh, yep, of the yes, of, you know what I'm saying, yep. of the cue ball to the object ball to yes. the pocket, yes, you want to have the cue ball come. Into the line. Yep, he yeah. told he told yeah. me that. And that's such an important lesson to be able to do that. Yep. Rather than playing one rail, you might play two rails on the cue ball to have it come into the line instead of crossing over the line for your right. position, you know, which makes it a lot easier. But uh -huh. that said, if you're in if you're in stroke, uh -huh. you can cross the line as many times as you want because you're going to be perfect. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Right. It's just that you're not always in stroke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you try to make things easy. Exactly. You know? so, so you're still kind of one ball, maybe two balls ahead, and, mm -hmm. and you are thinking that way. Mm -hmm. But you know what you need to work on. Yep. You know? And that's good. It's mm -hmm. good that you still want to learn and still want to advance. Yeah. Uh, what happens when you're in a situation where... Uh, this is one of my pet stories. Uh -huh. um, I never used to think about missing a nine ball or an eight ball. Yep. Right. But as I got older, I started thinking, and then, then in my mind, it was all right. Just stroke it good. Give it that sweet stroke. Yep. Trust your aim. Yep. Right. The whole thing, you know, and 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 it hasn't failed me too many times. Right. Right. What's your thought when you get down on? The big shot, and you're nervous, and and it's funny how it works sometimes in pool. You can make the shot a thousand times, but this one time you get down on yep. it, right? Yep. And you go, ah, what am yep. I doing? Yep, they. Uh, so what do you do to calm yourself? Or I do that know? exact same thing you do. Like, okay, so South Africa to win the match against the year before. This was the six five. The six five. Okay. Yep. So. It was 5-5, five, five, and she had three balls, and I had given her ball. She had ball in hand. Oh, she had boy. three balls left on the table. So, yeah. obviously, I'm sitting in my chair thinking I'm done. Yeah. Like, whatever. But she, like my dad said, it's never over till the nine ball goes in, and she That's rattled right. the nine ball. Oh, man. So, um, it was in the pocket. 
like you don't miss that shot ever. Right. So, um, in that situation, my mindset was what you said: trust your stroke, but also don't scratch. Whatever you do, yeah, you cannot scratch. So, if it's like a big shot like that, that's easy. I have trouble figuring out whether to go off the rail and risk not hitting it and like screwing up the completely the gotcha. whole wrong aim, sure. or hitting like not straight into it but a little bit off and still risking that chance of following it. In. Right. So that's one of my struggles. But if it's a long shot and it's really like it's if it's a cut on the rail, like a long cut on the rail. Uh huh. Those I, I struggle with calming myself down. I, I don't think I ever calm myself down on those yeah. shots. So, and what technique do you use to try to calm yourself, to try to get Relax. yourself ready for the shot? Because, you know, um, I've been in this situation where I've gotten up and down. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I know people were crazy mad at me because I've been trying to, right. you know. Well, for me, if I get up and down and up and down, then the more I do that, it's psyching myself out, in my opinion. Just, like, that's how working it, against it does you? for me. Yeah, it's working. Oh, okay. It. Because, like, the longer I'm taking, I feel like the longer I'm thinking about it, when it's it should be an easy shot, but since it's so, like, intense, then that's just what your body's instinct is to do, is to not shoot it until sure. you're ready. And <laughs> you're not ready for another half hour, but you still have to shoot it soon. Yeah. So... I think instead of, you know, trying to think about it way harder than I need to, just to get down and shoot it like I know I can, you know, mm -hmm. and just get it done and over with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you might just go down once on it and... Yep. Are you thinking when you're standing up about, yeah, this is difficult, or are you thinking, well, I've made this before? Um... Well, Dave Pearson also gave me lessons. He gave me like a three-hour lesson, which really, really changed my game. Okay. And he... Who is this? Dave Pearson. Oh, Dave. He's the ginger wizard. Yes. Okay. He has, um... He told me, whenever you get down on a shot, do not think a negative thought. Like, I can't, I can't make this. I never make this. Think... I make this 10 out of 10 times, and this is an easy shot for me, and just try to make yourself feel better, rather than pulling yourself down saying, oh, it's over, you know, mm -hmm. just, if, if you, if, when I do that, it calms me down to a point where I can comfortably shoot that shot sure. fast, you know, like, he told me to walk around the table, and by the time you get back to the other side of the table where you need to shoot, your, your nerves are, like, down 50%, yeah. so... Just that extra walk around the table and look it at it, it really helps. And that's that's actually what I teach and call. It. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I uh, if I'm down on a shot and it mm -hmm. feels bad for whatever reason or I've got those nerves, or right. what, you know, right. and it's strange how it comes up, isn't it? Yes. Because you might be draining that shot the whole match. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden... Bam! It's a whole different yeah. story. And, and where does that come from? I'd like to know where that comes yeah. from. You know, is it the pressure? Is it the pressure you're putting on yourself, or what? But anyway, mm -hmm. um, I have a little story about that. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I, I'm on a a, a, a tournament-winning eight ball. Okay. And it's a table-length thin cut. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not a shot, but it's a shot I have to go after because we're playing on a seven-foot table, okay. and it's makeable. Yep. Okay. I can't. 
there's no real good place to duck. Yeah. So you got to shoot it. Right. And I, and I get down and it's just a horrible shot. Mm. Horrible shot. I get up and I do the stroll around the table. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm doing the deep breathing exercises. Right. I'm trying to relax. <laughs> try, you know. Yep. And and I get around the table and I look at it, doing my thinking, standing up. Okay, now. Um, I want to make this, but if I miss, I want to miss on this side, so maybe yep. I'll get the pro roll yep. or whatever happens, right? Yep. And, and uh, so I'm down on the shot, and I'm really not thinking, but there's about 300 people watching this, yep. and out of this crowd that was absolutely quiet, mm -hmm. I hear somebody whisper, Oh, I hope he misses. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now. I have no idea where it came from, All right. but I just stood up right away, yep. and I glared over where In I thought area, it came from, right. but I have no idea where right. it came from, and I glared, and and I'll tell you what, I drained that eight ball. <laughs> That's how it's done. Yeah, and, and I wish I could find that person who whispered that, yeah, to just... because I probably would have missed it if it if they hadn't right. given me the mm, to right. do it, right? Right little funny story yeah but that's what happens yep. you know and you've learned already how to make those make use of those things right and that's so important most of the time it's it's really hard for me since since I'm still learning how to deal with my nerves like at this age and everything how to really like figure out what's best for me to calm myself down really like for sure um, it, I, I just lost my train of thought, oh my lord. Well, we do that. Okay. Wait, wait, uh, wait, how old are you? <laughs> wait a minute. I'm supposed to do that, not you. No, so, uh. We were talking about what? It's gone, huh? And I know oh, this well. is going to be the wisdom pearl. <laughs> you were going to shoot out. Oh, well, it's alright. Yeah, and what I teach is yeah, all your thinking standing up. And once you get down, your mind should be blank. Mm -hmm. It should be absolutely blank, and you just are doing. Yep. Right? And that's kind of what you've subscribed to and people have taught you. Yep. Correct? If you're thinking while you're down, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to hop topics here for a mm -hmm. second. Um, I noticed that, like Allison Fisher, yep. who arguably the best woman player ever, mm -hmm. um, her hesitation on her backstroke. Yes. Okay. Yep. What do you think about that? You know, I think if it works for her, great. She should do whatever works for her. But for me, like, if you're asking me, like, if I would do it, uh, probably, I probably wouldn't do that because, um... For me, if I stop in my backstroke, then I kind of feel like if my backhand would move, just even that little move could like screw the whole shot up. So it's better for me to take that like smooth back and forward and not really take a pause in the back, because then you don't know where you're really aiming anymore. In my opinion, sure. For like, but Allison Fisher's the pro. Yeah, she works can do, great for her. She can do whatever That's she wants right. to do. That's right. Just like I would never teach anybody to try to play like Efren Reyes. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. I exactly. mean, that, 
that's like the worst warm-up stroke in the world, <laughs> you know, but doggone. It works for him. <laughs> it sure works for him, and doesn't it? he is, I watched him out, or I can't remember where I watched him, uh, Probably in Las Vegas. It is he he might have been there, or it was on YouTube or something. Okay. And it looks like he has a string attached to that cue oh, ball and yeah. pulls it wherever he wants. Yeah. And it, it it looks like it's nothing. Like he can masse a ball. He can go five rails and be perfect shape. You know, and sometimes. I think he shoots shots that he's never even tried before. I can... He just looks at this and says, well, all I have to do is this and this. <laughs> yep. You know, and for him, yeah, easy to say. Right, right. right. <laughs> for That's us, all I go, have to do. Yeah, yeah, and he does it. Yeah, yeah. and we're like, okay, we have to do this yeah. and this and we're going to... Yeah. And then we go, how phenomenal was that? Yeah. Yeah, gosh, yes. He was... Uh, it's funny, uh, many years ago when he used to live in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, I was played in a tournament in Madison and he he showed up and Jose Preca showed up and all the all the big Chicago boys at the time were playing. Okay. Guess who was two and out in that tournament? Was it Ephraim? Ephraim. <laughs> yeah, he was two and out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, wow. Which was a kind of a shock right. to everybody. Right. Right? And and but then he spent the rest of the day playing three cushion, and he probably made more money playing three cushion wow. than, than the I, people in the tournament. You I, know, I bet. But what a what a player! He was just a joy to watch. Yeah, that just this proves was in that, the '80s. That just proves that it can happen to the best of them. Can oh, go to and out. So absolutely, somebody catches fire. Yeah, I think it was a race to eleven. Oh wow! So okay. it was a, it was an okay race. Right, right. No, but but things happen in pool. Oh yeah. We've all been on the good side and the bad side. Yep. So I think we're going to take another little break right now. As the Jay Wagner, a special guest, April Larson, and we'll take a break. I'm your host, Jay Wagner, and special guest, April Larson, national champion, <laughs> and off to the uh, Junior National Worlds in China, Shanghai. Yes. And you were mentioning something about middle school? Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> we were looking on our sheet to give us details about where we're going to stay, and the venue for worlds is in a middle school in china a middle school yes wow 
Yeah. So they bring, well, you probably don't know. They bring tables into a gym or they you think they have them set up or? Uh, I think, I think what's going to happen to give us more room is they're they might bring their tables, like all of the tables they have, maybe to the gym. I, I can't even, that's the only thing I can think of really where there'd be enough space to. And then the whole student population is going to be there, right? Uh, possibly. Rooting on the Chinese players, because I'm assuming that there will be Chinese players. <laughs> yes. Correct? I, yep. So it could be a little intimidating, maybe. But yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. But you know. <laughs> High-powered matches like that, I always say, we need more hecklers. <laughs> There's not, you know, like, I was thinking of different sports that need hecklers, like chess. Yes. Right? Yes. That would be a perfect sport for hecklers. You never see any. No. And, and then, like, track and field. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine some good heckling in track and field? See, and I think that... Maybe pool needs to have, you know, that's that's one of the things that makes the Moscone Cup, the Moscone yeah. Cup, right? Yep. The good heckling, and you got to blank it out and still shoot good pool. Exactly. But it's fun that way. Yeah. Like I, you know, uh, I, I have a match that lots of times we play where everything is legal, except you have to give personal space. <laughs> so you can shark and do anything you want. And of course, it makes you a better player because yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I kind of think it's kind of like uh, how they describe in the Philippines, with all the players standing around the table and they're convincing oh, yep. all the time, right? Yep. All that talk. You know, that's why those guys never get flustered. Right. They've been sharked completely used to it their whole right. life. Right. Right. Maybe that's how pool should be. What do you think? I yeah. <laughs> It would bring um, people into the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, I always kind of like that idea. There's a, I think that, you know, maybe we should have a national sharking tournament. <laughs> that'd, yeah. be, that'd be fun. You could bring air horns at the oh. right time. And, you know, think of the things you could do. It'd be kind of fun. Yep, that <laughs> right. would be fun. 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 Fun match. What was yes. your funnest match, do you think? Or funniest fun or... You know, I know it was great coming back 6-5, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but that's a great match. Right. We're talking one where you kind of relax and let your stroke out and get just, Funny match. Know. Yeah. Okay, so it was my first year at BEF Nationals, and Jeanette Lee was there. <laughs> we, um, we got to challenge match her, and we got to play a game against her, and whoever won got the glove she was wearing signed. Oh. And you got to keep it. So, of course, I'm like, I'm not passing up that opportunity. Whether I lose or not, I want to meet her so bad. So, I signed up. And she she had been sharking everybody. Okay. Like, crazy. Just making them as nervous as they can get to play her. So, it was my turn. And she went to the bathroom or something. And while she was gone... They substituted the eight ball with a rolly ball or whatever. Those oh, are. an off center ball, yes. so it didn't. Okay. And they're like, April, shh, don't tell her. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. Why would I tell her anything? Like, you're just swapping out eight balls. What uh -huh. are, what's the big deal? So, so, 
somehow she found out. I can't remember if she hit it with like off a different ball and it she saw it was like not right or something. But we exchanged. That was really funny. Then she then she miscued, and my dad <laughs> looked at me and he's like, "Tell her chalk is cheap." Or chalk is free. And so I was like, she'll remember me if I say something yeah, like that. So yeah. I'm like, chalk is cheap. And she just gave me the most just deadliest eyes she could think of. Then started breaking out in laughter. Uh-huh. Then it got to the nine ball. And I was on the nine ball on a nine foot table. It was the whole, like, nine-foot length, okay. and it was just, like, the nine ball was probably um, first diamond short rail, second diamond long rail, like, in that little square or whatever, and I had to cut it into a corner, and I was nine at the time, so, of course, I could probably make that shot now, but back then, that was, like, super, super hard. Sure. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this, and I'm going to shock everybody, okay, it's going to happen. Then I'm down on my shot, and Jeanette Lee comes up behind me and goes, 2012 champion, or whatever year it was. And then she walked back, and I looked at her, I was like, okay, I got up, shook it off, went back down, and she came back up, told me another one of her championships. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh boy, she's going to make me as nervous as I can get. And I rattled the nine ball oh, in the no. pocket, and she, <laughs> she made it, and I was like, whatever, just relax. And I can remember that shot like it was yesterday. Sure. You've like, never missed it again. No. I'm kidding. I probably have like 500 times, but I wish I had. In my mind, I think I never miss that shot ever again. So by telling her that chalk was cheap, you became instant friends, right? <laughs> no. I, I wish. Um, she, well, my curly hair is kind of like how I'm known by, by a lot of people. Like, they see my curly hair, they know sure. it's me. So... I never really wore it up in a ponytail when I was younger, so I had it all poofed out like it was. Yeah, it was, it was, back it was the, like a uh, '70s afro yes, kind. Yes, of yes, it was. Way out there. It was something. Let's yep. just say that. Yep. And so she really liked my curls, so every time I'd walk in a room, she'd know it was me. And sure. I was like, "Oh my God! If she remembers me, I, I'm gonna be the happiest person on earth." <laughs> and she like stopped playing and came by and sat by me and just started talking to me like it was like we've known each other forever and that's why she is like one of she's my probably one of my favorites Absolutely. if not favorite Absolutely. like you just she's like my taylor swift okay it's like meeting taylor swift for everybody that doesn't play pool <laughs> like that was a big deal <laughs> yes yeah. and that you know and that's what i i really like to see that from Jeanette and Shane, and we mentioned them earlier. Yeah. They both give back to the game. Most definitely. And, and give of themselves to do things. Yes. You know, and that, that's so important. Yep. And I wish other professionals would take a cue from those two right. on, on how important that is. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, uh, just to, you know, like Shane, just to show up out of the blue. Right. You know, right. and just do things. Not expecting money, not expecting anything just right. to do. Right. You know, and I, 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 the same, 
Jeanette coming to City she didn't have to do that. No, she most she, she wanted was, to do that. She was shooting a match. I mean, that's why it was yeah, obvious wow. to me that it was like her choice, not yeah, not like oh, yeah. that's my seat right next to her. I have to go sit there, and then I have to start a conversation. No, like yeah. it was just. Well, aside from the fact that you're good company. Too. Oh, thanks. You know, yeah. You, you I talk tried. very well. I tried. Very intelligent. <laughs> Thank you. You, uh, you, uh, your, your maturity at the table is way beyond your years. Thank you. You know, and sometimes I forget how old you are <laughs> because, because of that maturity. Thanks. I appreciate you know, that. And, and I only wish that, that other people could would, you know, some of those 30 and 40 year olds would learn a few things from you <laughs> that don't know <laughs> yeah. what it's about yet. Yeah. Okay, so um, coming up, you have the MPA things. Do you go to the casino tournaments? They. I do. Yep. Okay. Yep. And how 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 are you faring in the MPA? Um, I am a B player in okay. the MPA. Now we should explain what the ranks what are. What the rankings are because they're so, different throughout the whole country. Right. So there's C, B, A, and then double A and Masters kind of play together unless there's like A multiple Masters and multiple double A, then they separate it. But okay. that's very rare that it happens. But okay. So I'm a B. Okay. I'm and a, and and. Males and females all play together. Yep. Yep. So this is like a real ranking handicap system. Yep. And not a separation between women and men. No, no, it's fair game. Okay. It's anybody's game. So I'm working really, really hard to get into the A division. Not that the B division doesn't have good competition. Oh, I mean, absolutely. there are A players in the B. Absolutely, just in all handicapping, that's the way it is. Yep, it's just in those tournaments, I don't know why I cannot, like, like really, I, I don't want to say really focus, but play my game that I know I can play. And, it's, <coughs> and they're good players, so if you're not on yeah. your game, they will beat you. Well, and, and what is the race? To four. Okay, so we have a short race. Right. Playing eight ball yep. on a seven foot table. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the B division gets a hundred plus players almost every time. Uh, there was. Oh, in the casino tournaments. In the casino. Oh yeah, yeah. The weekend tournaments, what they get fifty, sixty. Uh. 30-40, probably, 30-40. Okay. okay. But, yeah, those casino tournaments, yeah, yeah, they're crazy. They get huge. They're huge. And, and, and so you have many, many matches yeah. <laughs> on a short race. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be, to win one of those, you have to shoot phenomenal. Mm -hmm. You have to get some rolls at the right time. Yep. Right, it isn't like it's all dependent upon the skill thing. Right. You know, you there's too many factors. Right. Just because of the amount of people, the amount of entries. Mm -hmm. you know? And then of course you might be playing, right? Mm. Friday night you might be playing till two or three in the morning oh, or yeah. same Saturday. Very likely, yeah. Yeah. And and so you have long days mm -hmm. and I imagine let's say the casino is during the school year, so yeah. so you've gone to school and gotten up Bright and early. Yep. 
Yeah, and then you have your Friday night matches. Yeah. And you try to get sleep. So, yeah. you know, that's an interesting thing that I'd like to share with people. You know, that we always hear about the pre-shot routine. Uh-huh. Right? Well, what's not talked about, and I think is equally important, you know, the pre-shot is about the shot. All right? Uh -huh. But there's two other routines that are important. One is the pre-match routine. Okay, so you're at the venue. Mm. And you know you have this match coming up. Mm -hmm. What do you do to get ready for the match? What do I do to get ready for the match? Um, well, if it's if it's just like a small tournament, just for fun, mm -hmm. there's there's really not much I do. I just maybe sit there for a little bit and practice practice like a run out or something. Okay. But if it's like a big match, um. Usually my opponent and I switch off games. Like we'll, she'll play one by herself. I'll play one by myself. And depending on like if if there's one major shot I've been missing or if I notice something that I want to work on, I'll work on that while on like each ball. Okay. So that'll be my game. And then um, uh, I notice that if I kind of sit down and not play until the match starts, like right up until the match starts, mm -hmm. and I kind of take a break, and like I know what I'm missing and struggling on, and I try to learn from that, then I do better than if I were to just keep getting frustrated. So you like to, you like to sit and relax, yeah. and kind of clear your mind, yep. focus in on what you need to work on this match. Yep. So in case it comes up, you know your game well enough to whether you should duck the shot or yep. whether you should go after it. Yep. Is that kind of? Yep. You know, and and uh, uh, you've been in that situation where you've had the championship matches. Yeah. In the driver's seat, waiting. Right. Right. Um, do you do anything special in that situation, or is it kind of the same thing? You just kind of relax and try to get away. You know, do you well. Usually, if if I win the driver's seat, then that's a long wait till the right. other side catches up. So, I mean, I'll wait until maybe like half hour before my match. I'll try to shoot a couple balls to see if like that wait really to beating on me, sure. <laughs> or if it's if I'm still kind of in stroke. And if I'm not in stroke, then you know, I'll try to set up maybe easier shots just so I can get back in stroke. Very good. And then start playing the harder shots. But if I'm still in stroke, then Excuse I'll just... Excuse me for just no, a no. second, because I hope players heard that loud and clear. <laughs> okay? She said when she tries some harder shots, and if she isn't making them, right, mm -hmm. you then set up easier shots to get your confidence. Yep. I hope every player out there hears that loud and clear. It doesn't do any good to keep missing harder shots. You'll make the harder shots, right? Is that what you found out? In the match situation, when you get your confidence because you were shooting the easier shots. Exactly. And you're faced with that hard one, you then have the confidence to go after it. Right. Correct? Yep. Yeah, and that's, I'll tell you what, that's one of the hardest things to teach mm -hmm. students. And it is so important in the game. Yeah. And I'm glad you know that. <laughs> Thank you, know, you. Whoever taught you that or uh, however you figured it out, it was very good, <laughs> however it worked. <laughs> you know, 
And so I, I had to interrupt there because, no, no. because that's such an important point that players don't understand. Right. Yeah, I was just going to ramble, so that's a good thing you That's okay. This whole interview me. is rambling. <laughs> We're just going here and there and having fun. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. So that's the pre-match routine. Now, you're going to go to, okay, you know that you're going to go to China. Mm-hmm. And you know you're going to go a couple days early. Yep. Okay. And, right, so your sleep gets adjusted yep. so you can feel comfortable with the hours yep. and so on. Um, now, you know this is big deal. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know, 14, you did it when you were 12. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, that's got to be scary and exciting and Every emotion you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're dealing with all that. Uh-huh. And you're getting ready for this match. Yep. Okay? So, and so you land. Yep. And you have a couple days. Okay? So I know that you're preparing already for these matches Most a couple definitely. days out. Yes. Okay? Yep. And so what kind of thought pattern do we have there? I am a crazy roller coaster when it comes to think trying to prepare myself. I could go from thinking I'm gonna kill it, nobody's gonna touch me, I'm going to win, from to like bawling in my pillow like this is oh. if well not I, I know, I just like that feeling yeah. that you're gonna just burst, yeah. like with frustration. Like what if I just freeze and suck and everybody will be like how on earth did she make it you know just those it's sure. not supposed to go through but every single human being whether they like it or not has to admit that that's gonna you're gonna get nervous one point in your life and yes those are the moments where and I you can't keep putting it. yourself in that position <laughs> yeah. because why <laughs> because i won a national that's title. right that's right, because yes. you want to conquer that situation. Yes. You know, and that's the situation. That's what you've been striving for, to put yourself in that situation. Yep, right? yep. And you know what? And what you said is true of every champion. Mm-hmm. I've gone through the same things, you know, where uh, driver's seat on Saturday, uh-huh. final match on Sunday, Oh, gosh. Right? Which is a horrible way to Those do it. But horrible. <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, you've got all night to think about your match. Yep. Right? But you do things. For me, eat, go to bed, <laughs> rest yep. my eyes. Yep. You know, I don't need to be going to parties or drinking or right. anything or right. anything. You know? I, yep. It, it would be fun to go and be sociable and talk to people. Right. But that's not going to make my game better. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? And so that that always comes into play. Yeah. But, but before you even start the tournament, mm-hmm. right, you have all those things that you know you need to square away in your brain. Yeah. yeah. Like, my emotions are, if I show that, like, if it looks like I don't care, like, if I'm just trying to relax so much that I'm just pretending like I'm playing myself and, like... I don't have a care in the world, and uh-huh. I'm going to shoot my best pool. Then I feel like people don't think I take it seriously. But if I take it too seriously and, like, almost have a heart attack over it, <laughs> then I feel like 
I'm not going to shoot my best, and people are going to be like, what on earth is she doing? You know, yeah. so either way, I kind of feel like I'm kind of stuck in a situation yeah. where I don't know what to do, and that's where I try to ask for help, like, what do you, like, what you're doing, like, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know what to do if it comes to that situation, like. Sure. Uh, well, for yeah. me, uh -huh. for me, when I used to get ready for the tournaments, especially, you know, you have certain tournaments oh, yeah. that are very important yep. and some that aren't. Yep. And so you have to define those first of all. Yep. And I know you've been in a lot of important, <laughs> probably more important tournaments than I have. Oh. <laughs> Although, you know, I I have to give myself some do too. Yeah. I've been in quite yeah. a few. But, so, deciding that that's an important tournament, okay, one of my things is that for two weeks prior to the tournament, I play with the equipment on the equipment that okay. we're going to be using. That's number one. Yep. And whether I like it or not, I force myself to actually, I won't say do drills or anything. Yeah. Although I, sometimes I do. If a shot is bothering me, yeah. I'll sit in for hours and figure it out. Right. But I'm playing on the equipment. That's number yep. one, because I have to, you know, it always changes at the venue, because most tournaments, right, new cloth, new balls, yep. and so we have that situation, mm -hmm. but that's an advantage you get after a while, because, then you know, that's what I switching. always say, you know, going in, going into the pros or the high power matches, yep. you get to do that enough times that you get it figured out. Yeah. And anybody coming in your first year, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot harder because you have all this new cloth and new yeah. balls and skins and all yep. this stuff you aren't expecting. Right. You know? And so that's an advantage with the years and experience that you get. Right. But knowing that, you know, so you, you try to practice on new cloth and clean balls and so on and so forth. That was important to me. And then the day before the tournament, I wouldn't play at all. Okay. That would be my rest day, so I was fired up to play. Right. Um, and I, like you, would get to the venue early. Yep. And hit balls as soon as I got there. Yep. You know, I learned that I never drive. I never drive and play pool on the same day. I got you. Because my eyes got tired. I call them uh, road eyes. I got you, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I would always try to find somebody else who was going and they would drive and right. pay them money and I would just sit in the back seat and sleep or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. They didn't know what that I was doing, that but that I knew what sense. I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that was an important thing. Yeah. You know, so, so preparation for that. Mind-wise, um, you just, you know, and you, you nailed it. You just do what you can do. Yeah. You know, and what the audience thinks or what anybody else thinks, really, when it comes down to it, doesn't matter. It's what you think. Exactly. Right? And you know that sometimes you over-try and you miss because you're trying so hard. Yep. You know? And that, to me, is more important to learn. Where is that? Where is that point between? I don't care. And too hard. And caring too much. Yep. 
right? You yep. know, you know what I'm talking I to about. Yep, I totally know what you're talking about. <clears throat> and so, for anybody that wants to be a champion player, mm-hmm. you have to find out That's where not, that point is. Right. And I liken it. I know you're so young, that, but but for people who drink, oh, you know, um, and you've seen it in league, right? People that drink too much, or you know, yep. think they're going to play better because they're, they're have drunk. any juice in them or whatever, yep. you know, and 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 they drink and they're trying to find that one spot where if they have one drink too much, they're tipped on this scale, mm-hmm. right? And if they have don't have enough drink in them, then they're on this side, exactly, right? Now I always say. Pool is such a difficult game. You don't need to mess it up by trying to decide what <laughs> you're drinking. How many beers you're going to have, right. right? Yeah, that's kind of so. Right. But you do have to decide where that, that focus point, point is. That, right. You know, and that's so important to find. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, if I could ever teach one thing to somebody, it would be to find that point, right. that limitation point. Right. And only you know where it is. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody can tell you. Nobody can show you. You, you just, have to figure you know. it out. And but now that said, do you find it easier sometimes to slide into that point? Is it? Does it get easier as you as you shoot more, or is it? As, you know, you yeah. have more high power matches. Is that a? You um, know, and we can almost equate that to to shooting like. Shooting great pool when you're in dead mm-hmm. stroke, as they say, right? Right. Um, for me, it's. I know I've been in a lot of like matches that really count, and I still feel like the first time ever. Like I just, I always get so nervous. Like I always am a emotional roller coaster. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard to find that spot, but that thought is always in the back of my head, like, what if you lose? You know, what if this happens? What if this happens? And I'm trying to block that out trying completely. Trying to get rid of that. And it's just, it's still, like, in that process of getting that yeah. point back, and yeah. I can't, or yeah. not back, but getting that point. So now, what you said earlier, did you ever notice that that works? When you set up the shots to give yourself confidence, yep. that that gets you to that point. Yep. Yep. Uh, that there is a link between those two. Right. You know, to getting that confidence and shooting completely without confidence. Right. You know, um, yep. Just like a lot of my students, you know, they come in thinking that if they hit it harder, then they're going to hit better. They're right. going to hit straighter. Right. Which is the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. You know, the softer you hit, of course, the better, better your you aim hit. is yeah. going to be. Exactly. The better your mechanics are going to be. Exactly. You know, and, and most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so when I'm in that situation, mm-hmm. right, I slow everything down. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, just to get that confidence exactly. again. Exactly. You know, really think as, as we discussed, mm-hmm. how funny it is that. You're going along just great, and then that shot just out of the blue. Just, yep. The time it, it counts, you just can't Yeah, and everybody experiences that. I don't know, all of a sudden you say, whoa, that's an awkward shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, is that even on the table? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is it? 
exactly. Well, I see that our time is about up. All right. I want to thank you very much, April, well, thank for, you. for coming and being part of this program. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate hopefully, it. Hopefully, you know, a lot of people have learned some good things. You have good <laughs> things going on in your brain. We wish you the best. Thank you. In going to China. Thank you very this much. This might be the year, huh? It might be. It might be. It just might be. We are going to dwell on it. <laughs> right. We're going to find that point, right? We're, we're going to find that point, yep. <laughs> we're going to find that point yep. and just show them how to play. Yep. Good old American pool. American pool. <laughs> yeah, there you so go. So we take it seriously. Okay, so thank you all for listening to Table Talk. Thanks again once to April, and we'll see you next week.